Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Daily Thread. A lot of news to cover straight out of Israel. So, President Biden touched down in Israel as we were sleeping this morning. Maybe not you, mm-hmm. Abba. I was sleeping. Maybe you were up. I, I wasn't. Um, I don't know if I was up when he touched down, but um, um, I was up pretty early. Um, and uh, he's speaking live. I mean, we're recording this now, and it'll be posted later this evening. It's Wednesday. Right now, while we're speaking, you and me, uh, he's speaking live in, in Tel Aviv, uh, Biden. It's a, just a fascinating turn of events, uh, Nachi. Um, I don't know. You have to really take a step back. It's and hard. You have to... I mean, we, we haven't recorded for a couple of days, so a lot has happened. There's, a, there's a, a lot has happened since we recorded last. We recorded with Jonathan Pollard, I believe, last. So we haven't had yeah. an opportunity to, to discuss this, just me and you. Um, so just you know, just to recap, obviously, terrorist attack last Saturday on some Torah in in uh far aza and, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and like mm-hmm. you know all these by by the supernova festival and different you know i think 22 different uh, towns kibbutzim um yeah. you know a lot of stories are coming out of survivors and how they survived etc yeah. but, but a lot of a lot of loss of life i i saw last night as, uh, the numbers and i it's really a lot of this is hard for me to understand i don't know about you but i heard 2900 terrorists came into southern israel that day mm-hmm. 2900 terrorists yeah now, and about uh, 1500 were killed uh, by israeli forces once they got there uh-huh. and by the security and then each each or each of the communities and they're not settlements by the way they're communities it's yeah, not, it dispute, it's not disputed territory it so isn't. to speak it isn't it isn't and, disputed uh, and, and and they held off some of them held off terrorists until the military got there some just did not do it effectively enough. And one of the things that has to be examined when this is over uh, is that it took the military six to seven hours to get there, which is unheard of. You know, it's a it's a it's a twenty minute helicopter ride from uh, most uh, military bases. So um, we don't know. We don't know. Again, I think a lot of the feedback I've been getting, and I agree with it, and seeing it is that there's going to be a time where a lot of these questions are going to have to be answered. I don't think that time is right now because they're still in the midst of right. the war. And right. there's still hostages so, in, 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 uh, in Gaza. Yeah. So, yeah, you know, I don't, think, I don't think we have to recap the news because people are uh, captivated by the news and people that are in tune with the news and who have relatives in Israel, which is like almost everyone, or kids in yeshiva or kids in the seminary, and we can discuss that in a few minutes too about how the yeshivas and seminaries are are reacting, but I want to I want to put it into a, a little slightly different perspective. This is not just a a war in Israel. It is a war in Israel. It is a war in right. Israel potentially on multiple fronts. But this time around, it, the, the gloves are off, and it's a war against the Jews. That means that that means all of us. That means the the even the, in America, the, people. It means Jews everywhere. It's a war against the Jews and. The enemies of the Jews in Israel have made it very clear. Uh, and one of the things, one of the things that punctuates the clarity is where they attacked. You know, people thought that considering the 100-year or uh, 50-year dispute between the Arabs and Israelis, that the greatest objection is the presence of Jews in the so-called disputed territories, or what the United Nations calls the occupied territories. Which includes the old city of Jerusalem, communities like Ephrat, Nevei Daniel, Hebron, Kiryat Arba. 
they thought if anything like this ever happens, God forbid, it'll happen there. But it didn't happen there. It happened where regular, everyday Israelis live, and the 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 and they were and 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 they were butchered. I know you uh, you have a family audience and trying to protect the sensitivity of children, but extremely vicious and and and, and ugly things yeah uh, took place. More more recently, um, so so you know, as it stands right now, there's 199 plus hostages in Gaza. We don't know where they are. We don't know if they're alive. I know Gaza, Hamas did release one video of, of, of a young girl who they performed yeah. a three-hour surgery on. They're trying to make it like they're taking care of her. And she uh, and she she asked, obviously, that she wants to come home. I don't know. Right. Has Hamas made any formal ask of like, oh, this is what we want to release this hostage? Because I haven't really heard that. I did hear briefly yesterday, and it was reported by, by NBC, that um, Hamas is willing to release hostages if Israel stops striking. And yeah. then Israel inquired about that, and Hamas said all the hostages besides for IDF soldiers. And that's mm-hmm. where it stopped. Now, I don't know if that's confirmed. Mm-hmm. That's what I heard. I, I think I saw via Hill mm-hmm. Fold on Twitter. And yeah. if that's the case, I, I don't know. I don't know. Listen, it's hard, it's hard for me to talk. I'm here in America. I know there are people yeah. in Israel who are on the ground. They may have different opinions. Just mm-hmm. my opinion here in America, and mm-hmm. you know, I, I feel I feel a few things. You know, I feel like this is this is the opportunity to wipe out Hamas for good, uh, to eradicate mm-hmm. them forever, and mm-hmm. um, you 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 can't stop short of that. You can't. We can't. We can't. We have to make sure that no, you know, nobody was killed in vain here. And we have okay, to but uh, you have to you have to understand um, there's, there's a lot to consider. Okay, first of all, um, uh, a ground a ground war is not an easy thing in Gaza. First of all, uh, the leadership of Gaza, which is the objective, uh, what, what does it mean to uh, eradicate or eliminate uh, Hamas? It means to get rid of the leader. Okay, the the, uh, the hostages, if they're being held with the rest of the Hamas Hamas leadership is um, hiding out, they are in bunkers, they are in tunnels and offices um, two to three hundred feet below ground, yeah. okay? Now, um, I've seen videos of what those tunnels look like. They look like some of the nicest homes in, uh, you know, in Forche or in, uh, or in the Five Towns or in uh, Toronto. They fixed up beautiful um, places to live for a long time down there. Okay, now a few years ago, when the Egyptians discovered tunnels from Gaza, they went into Egypt. You know what Egypt did? They flooded the tunnels with water and killed everybody in there by drowning them out. Okay, really? yeah, they used water from the sea. These dirty water, these sewage water, seawater, salt water, in a with tremendous force, and they killed everybody down there. No one's going from a tunnel into Egypt anymore. But Israel cannot do that and it's in it's in the Hamas calculation because um because uh, the, of the hostage situation and like you said they're willing if 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 they're willing to make the humanitarian gesture to release the civilians that they kidnapped they want to keep keep the Israeli soldiers and that they uh that's something that Israel is not is not going to do okay let's uh, let's change the subject let's shift the subject for uh, a minute now I spoke to. Now here's a question. A lot now 
Interesting thing that happened here. I saw your interview with Moshe Weinberger, Rabbi Moshe Weinberger, a few days ago. And he made an interesting observation about, you know, what, are, what, are, the boys, what are the boys and girls do about be, staying in Eretz Yisrael? You come running home because of there might be, might be in a war zone. Do you stay in yeshiva? And he right. said, he said that, listen, in your shalim, you're mostly safe. Baruch Hashem. I mean, you're, you're safe. You're safe in you're safe in most places in Eretz Yisrael. Okay, it's a fact of the matter. And once again, I have to reiterate: it's easy for me to say from the five towns, and easy for you to say from uh, Rockland County. Um, but um, Rabbi Weinberger said that you, you're mostly it's you can when when the 18, 19, 20, 20 year old kids from America are going to look back at this period in time, they're going to say, oh, remember when we were in yeshiva and we reiterated and we emphasized and we recharged ourselves with extra storm and extra learning uh, and extra tillum uh, by the Kotel yeah. and the extra shiurim during that war. Or you're going to say, oh, remember remember the, the war with Gaza when we ran home, uh, you know, to, to, uh, from Eretz Yisrael. So these are decisions that I guess the individual kids have to make. Listen, it's each, yeah, it's each, you know, I, he was very nuanced with it. And I think he said the right thing. Like there are people who can't stay, you know, like they're going to be too, uh, it's going to, it's going to torture them and they should go home. And, you know, and then there are people who, who staying is good for them. It's each, it's each to their own, you know, like he said. All right, so, you know, so I spoke to Rabbi Ruben Tarragon. I don't know if you know him. Mm -hmm. He's the head of overseas students at uh, Yeshiva Hakotel in the old mm -hmm. city. And uh, he's working on numerous programs. You know, he has a hundred overseas kids in the yeshiva. He told me that that uh, one went home. Uh, that uh, the I know it depends on the the physical makeup of a person. Yeah. What he can what can he emotionally withstand? What his parents want him to do too? Right, that and plays a big role. I don't, I don't want to start a, a a yeshiva war, but he said that the the Haredi yeshivas mostly emptied out and people went home. And the um the more Mizrahi type yeshivas, uh they're staying. Uh, well, uh, it makes uh sense. yeshivas. Well, you know, uh, I'm not passing judgment to anybody. I'm sure I'm sure I'm sure a number from a number of kids from the Mizrahi yeshivas joined the war as well. Well I'm sure know, so that's a that's an additional you know it's an additional item that I wanna that I wanna cover in this conversation uh, in a moment. Um um so, for example, you, 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 did you know that uh, Prager's Yeshiva, you know where Prager's Yeshiva is located now? At the Rolly Hotel in the Catskills. Did you know that? Did you know that? No. Prager's Yeshiva, the, uh, the boys that were in Archistral, either they were here for Yantzef, a lot of them came back for Sukkot to their families. They didn't go back. They went to the Rolly Hotel. Uh, in, I think it's in Fallsburg, if I'm not mistaken, right? You've been there, yeah. right? So, you know, that's, that's yeshiva now. Um, I think uh, another yeshiva, I'm not going to say which one, another yeshiva, which I don't know the name, went to the uh, Dachi Torah camp up in the, uh, right that is. All right, so what's it, is that what it's called? Yeah. Ooh, right, so. I don't, don't want to say the names because I'm not, I'm not familiar, but the, the yeshivas are here. You know, there's, there's a yeshiva at the American Israel. I think part of Torah's Chaim is in the Kesul. On Peninsula Boulevard, in uh, in Woodbury. Yeah, a lot, a lot, a lot of guys, a lot of guys came home. Um, 
I know, you know, listen, we have a, we have a friend, Shmuley Lochenstein. He has a mommy using his name. His son went back to Eretz Yisrael this past Sunday night. Okay? He went back to learn Eretz Yisrael in Yeshiva. I, I don't, I forgot what Yeshiva he's in. Uh, you know, Yag, Yagdil Torah, I think it's called. Yagdil Torah, okay? He went, he went, he went to J, he went to JFK Sunday night. And, um, and he got on, and, and he said that the, he said the airport was jammed. It was jammed with, with some yeshiva boys. A lot of chassidim, he said, were going back or going there. And people that are in the military that are trying to get back. Now, yeah. the schools, and here's another subject. Now, the schools are closed. There's too much subjects I want to cover, okay? Um, uh, these are interesting yeah. subjects, given given that there's so much more going on than like mm-hmm, if a guy's mm-hmm. gonna, in school or not. Like, there's so much. There's so much. There's so many right. bigger exactly. items. So we're 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 uh, we're we're a talk program, and we're, we're trying to be thought provoking. We're not passing judgment on anybody. Let's hear what people have to say. You have, you have. Let, let them write us, or let them call your speak pipe uh, thing if that's still working. Yeah, of course, um, always. So give them the information. Give people the information. So, what do you what do you in. think? What do you think about? Uh, what do you think about what what transpired last night? Which, in my estimation, was uh, the New York Times jumped the gun on an article. They had yeah. written that, that they had written that the Israelis struck a hospital with five hundred yeah. dead, and then yeah. uh, an hour or two later, they end up switching the headline. But in the in the interim. There began rioting in Jordan. The, con- the Israeli embassy was burned yeah, down, yeah. and there's this, there's Lebanon is going crazy, and every Arab country is going crazy at Israel when when there when there's footage that shows that a failed missile from Gaza hit not even the hospital, the parking lot of the hospital, and, and, right. and uh, there were the reports of 500 dead. Like there there's you know, like I, I I don't know if that's true. You know, it might be it might be you know it's unfortunate that civilians die in war, but it might be 50 dead. And I, I wrote an article that I wrote this week. Uh, but the point is, I have to tell you that Ukraine is fires missiles into Russia in the war, uh, missiles that are paid for by the United States of America, that sometimes hit apartment buildings and kill mothers and children. You don't just those missiles don't just kill people that are in the war; they kill mothers and children. And nobody seems to have a problem with that. Okay, that Russia fires missiles into Ukraine. And lands in apartment buildings in residential areas and kills mothers and children. Okay, Putin is a bad guy. He's a megalomaniac. He's uh, the aggressor in the war. We can't take responsibility for him. America is not furnishing Russia with weapons. You know, China is, Iran is. But forget about that. I'm talking about everything that Ukraine has is from the United States of America. America has already spent $130 billion there, mostly on, on military uh, on arms, so um, and the, and civilians are dying. You know, uh, four hundred thousand Russians have died, and four hundred thousand, approximately Ukrainians have died. Four hundred thousand. Yeah, four hundred thousand. Four hundred thousand um, young men that were uh, drafted into the military to fight. They had no training, had no know-how, didn't know how to shoot a gun. They just needed their body. They needed their body. Okay, so. Hundreds of and and you know what? There's no United Nations meetings. There's no objections. There's no criticism from the United States of America. So uh, let's no... let's analyze it. What's the difference between a war between Israel and Hamas that it's getting so much scrutiny, and there are riots and protests and streets in every major city? Uh, I I can explain the whole thing to you with one word. 
You want to hear that word? Make sure it's one word, though. Jews. Is that one word for you? That's one word. That's Jews, okay? I was curious last week. I said to myself, this can't be the only war in the world. I, must be, I went online. I would just Google it. Anybody listening to this can Google it also. How many wars are currently being fought in the world? There are 30 wars going on right now in the world that no one even knows about. Azerbaijani is fighting Kazakhstan, and Nigeria is fighting somebody else. And there's, there's wars with people being killed and soldiers dying and bombs uh, being exploded in buildings. Happens. Nobody says boo. Nobody cares about it. But if you go back to my explanation, what was my explanation? What's different about this war? Jews. 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 You know what, Nahi? We can get on the air. We could say, welcome to the Daily Thread. We could say one word. Today's program, I just want to say one thing. Jews, have a nice day, everybody. That's the whole thing. That's the whole thing. That's, all. That's the whole thing. Bilam, in his prophecy in Pasha's Bullock, said that he sees a nation that's going to dwell apart. We're always going to we're always going to be different, and if we're not going to recognize that we're different and apart from the rest of the world, the world's going to make sure that we know about that we know it. And are I you believe, are you personally scared right now to go to let's say Manhattan or to go to a public area with a yarmulke on, looking overly Jewish? I don't know. I think maybe I was always afraid of that. I don't think. I don't know, maybe like, are you ready to go into a subway? Uh, I, I never. Know. I was never ready to go on a subway, honestly. <laughs> but yeah, well, you're spoiled. You're a spoiled brat. But that's oh, a different, thank you. I appreciate that's that. That's also a completely different show. I'll but, take, but responsi- like, I'll take no, responsibility like, for that. As a from Jew, are you are you comfortable now going to Manhattan? No, um, no. I, I I try not to go. You know what? You I was invited to go. I was, would you be Would you be scared to go? I was invited to go last night to the friends of the IDF dinner at Chelsea Piers, and yeah. back and forth, I was thinking to myself: at the end of over a thousand people, it's an important dinner. But I thought to myself, getting there is going to be two hours. Parking is going to be impossibly jammed. Ah, uh, I'm not going. That's but that's not I, scared. That's just I told the PR guy from the friends of the IDF. Just send me the pictures and the press releases, and we'll take care of it. I, I, I'm not stopping there, okay? I don't need their, their smorgasbord. I don't need their sushi. I don't need their uh, carving station, if they had one, whatever it was. Here's the thing. Oh, I just saw, I just saw a very interesting picture. The picture what? just released of President Joe Biden giving a nice big hug to Ellie Beer from United Atsala. Really? That's nice. That's, that's, here, that's, that'll that'll help. Here's, your, here's your front page picture. You ready? I have a front page picture already. No, but, you got to replace it with this. All right, you sent it to me. Okay, where'd you see it? Where are you seeing it? I just sent it to you. I'm, I'm, I'm going to send, send it to your team now. No, what are you sent on my phone? You yeah, see, I it? see it? I should go with this picture you're saying? I don't know. I mean, that, that's, that's Joe Biden hugging Ellie Beer. That's pretty, like... But the question is, does Joe Biden know? I know Ellie Beer knows he's hugging Biden, but I don't know if Biden knows he's... If Biden knows he's hugging Ellie Bear. Do you do you agree with Biden going to Israel right now? Um, I you know what I I think it's uh I th- uh, it's it's a lot of it is motivated by the fact that it's an election year. This is going this is going to help him a lot. This is going to help the Democrats a lot yeah, in the election year. 
Do you agree from, 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 from the, in the best interest of Israel, do you, do you think that, I mean, because my, my personal opinion is that Joe Biden going there is not good for Israel right now. It's, uh, it's, it's self-serving, but him going yeah. there, we already see that he, he ordered that Netanyahu let aid go into Gaza to civilians. And let I, I think go, he's... Let who go where? He, he's, there's aid. There, there's aid going. Aid? Aid, aid. Like, like... Oh, like listen. The people, the, the, food, yeah. fuel, well, stuff. you know, I, 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 on the, on the one hand, from a political perspective, I don't believe in uh, the idea of innocent civilians in uh, in Gaza. On the other hand, I don't believe in, in a, on a on a personal level, on a human level, uh, is to 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 have children die because there's no food, no water. Uh, well, one second. So that, here's my so here's my know, question not, for you. Not something, that, not something that anyone should advocate for, including you. I, you I, I I I'm not advocating. I'm just saying, like, why why can't and, and like answer me real real like real here? Israel told all these people move south. They're heading towards the Rafah border. They're heading towards where is it? Jordan. Um, Jordan is not allowing anybody to come in, right? You have over That's two correct. million. You have two million Gazans. That's it's, correct. America has a tr we're having a very hard time keeping our border closed. You know like right. like why can't why can't the civilians of Gaza just go? Just go. Just go into Jordan. Just get out of Gaza strip. Get out of there. Because because the the border is closed. The, the, there's a wall up probably and it's being guarded by probably thousands of Jordanian troops. They don't want them there. So then then so then the the condemnation shouldn't be on Israel for not taking care of the Gazans who they're at war with. It should be on Jordan for not letting in the Gazans as refugees. That's who it should be on. Israel letting over eight hundred thousand Jews from Syria, from Jordan, from Egypt, uh, you know, in the nineteen hundreds, in the early nineteen hundreds, in the nineteen forties. This business of Palestinians and Palestine. It's a it's a it's a made up it's a made up narrative. There are no there are no 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 country. There are Jordanians, there are Syrians, there are Egyptians going back to biblical times. Oh, all right, we know the Mitzrim, there's Egyptians going back to biblical times. Jordanians also created by the United Nations, but that was uh, seventy five years ago. But this, the business with the Palestinians, they're stateless people. They're you know we talked about Bilam a second ago. They say Bilam was a Palestinian. You know what? It, and what is Bilam? Bilam is a conjunction of two words. Bilam. They're no, not, they're not, not a nation. They're not a nation, and that's why nobody wants them. There's 22 Arab countries, and nobody wants them. Anyway, we're all over the place. I want to say one more thing, two more things, after my conversation with Ruben Tarragon the other night from Yeshiva Takoto. He's working on projects to really bring Yisrael together because he says that you know, up until three weeks ago, families were divided over this. Judicial reform business. That was the top of the news. I used to try to bring it up on this show and you used to roll your eyes and get this look in your face. Oh my yeah. God, there he goes again. Because What's, because What's he talking about? It's not probably, it's not probably, No, it's very, very important, but not anymore. it's divided families. He told me, Rubain told me that he knows families that couldn't sit in the sucker together before this happened on, on Shpinian Service and Simchistara because of their division over judicial reform or whether Terrible. it should be reformed or not. Okay. There was a tremendous division uh, in Klal Yisrael, and that is an enemy agent of the Jewish people. We need to be united. So what So what happened here? Nebuch, this, 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 this massacre occurred. And this is 
setting all the differences aside, and 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 Israel is at a a, a momentous juncture in, in in the existence of the Jewish state in in your lifetime. You thought that oh, uh, 1967, before I was before you were born, that was important. We captured Jerusalem and the old city. In 1973, the Yom Kippur War, we came from behind and we uh, defeated the Arab armies. Finished. No, it's 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 back. It's 2023, here. The, one way or another, 2023 is going to be a big year in history. So the question is, we hear on the news that the schools in Israel are closed. And you think to yourself, oh, just like during COVID, I guess it's dangerous to go out on the street, right? That's why the schools are closed, right? Wrong. You know why the schools are closed? Because all the teachers have been called up. They're in the military. They're in the army. They're on the Gaza border. Wow. That's why it's, that's why the schools are closed. There are no teachers. Yeah, my, my, sister-in-law, my sister-in-law was was in Eretz Yisrael last week. She was there for Shabbos, mm-hmm. and she was in the plaza. And there were 160 families that were in the plaza from Stay Road. They were paid for by two American anonymous donors. And is she back? There were no. She's back now. Yeah, but there were no husbands and there were no fathers. There is there's no older brothers. They're all in the army. And like how'd she uh, how'd she get home? Straight straight flight. flight? She went on, yeah, she went on Alal, and they had to deplane a couple of times because there were sirens as they yeah. boarded. They had to deboard and yeah. board and deboard because yeah. there were sirens. For a change, I got to go instead of you, okay? Oh, <laughs> where to? Where are you going? I, I got I got to go to work. I got to put out a newspaper. Nice, so, nice. Uh, okay. All righty. So, um, we'll, continue, we'll try to continue this tomorrow. If you're Until next time. Mood. If you're in the mood, okay? Of course.